Subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Matt and Garrett are here again, and we are excited today to be talking to you. We've got a great topic. I feel it's a great topic. It was one of my topics. Matt's topics are great also. I just enjoy mine more. It's like talking about yourself. You know, you get that chance to be in that role. Real quick, if you want to be a part of our bigger community, go check us out at the Ninja Selling Podcast community in Facebook. I uh, just have to search under the Ninja Selling Podcast and you'll find us. Awesome community, awesome people, great stuff being shared in there. Again, if you want to know more about Ninja Selling, go to ninjaselling.com. You can learn about all upcoming events, mastery, coaching, all of that is right there. Matt, good morning to you, sir. Good morning. Good morning, Garrett. I'm excited to talk about this because I think when you presented this, it's like, yeah, that happens a lot. And we've talked about different subjects that relate to this topic, but now we kind of get to smush them all together. And what we are talking about is anxiety and stress around not knowing where your business is at. And then all of a sudden finding out like, well, I'm actually doing pretty good. Or I'll even add on the other side, finding out like, oh, I should be paying attention to that. (laughs) (laughs) My stress levels were accurate. But I think, Matt, and the reason I wanted to bring this up, I've had a lot of people recently, and it happens every year around this time, right? As we kind of get about mid-year point, and what happens is they start going like, I got a lot of anxiety. I'm not sure about how many closings I've had. I don't know where I kind of stand. And you're like, go back and check your numbers. Like, look at where you're at. And more often than not, they come back going like, huh, I'm actually doing pretty good. We've got a pretty good business going here this year. Like I'm, I'm on better pace than what I was last year. The reason it's important is I find that more people get entrenched in Ninja and they really bring Ninja into all aspects of their business. What happens is, is they work less and less and less hard. It takes less and less and less effort to produce the same results because the relationships get better and better and better over time. I think also as we have more and more stress kind of in our society and what's going on, people rely more on the people they know, like, and trust rather than just going to a stranger. They would much rather talk to a friend and get a referral. I think that's kind of lending to a lot of what we're seeing right now where referrals are really strong. But all of this can lead back to if you equate success to being busy, and as you do your systems better and your systems are working better with the right people, and you're not maybe as busy and you're not having to put as much energy in that area, all of a sudden anxiety comes up because we're like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm failing. And it's like, you're not keeping track of your business. That's why I want to talk to you about this, Matt, today, because uh, again, every year I see this, I am seeing it right now. And you bring up a great point. This is not everybody. There are people also that all of a sudden go like, oh, like I am off track. Either way, positive or the negative, why are we figuring it out mid-year? Yeah. Well, and I think too, right now with these market adjustments that are happening, a lot of agents are talking amongst themselves in the offices. And I heard one agent say, well, all the agents are talking about how they're not doing as much as they were before. And that mindset creeps in. So we're playing the comparison game and we just assume we're tracking with the market when you don't track with the market. At least you don't have to if you are really getting or giving yourself clarity into your business. And that starts with knowing your numbers. I mean, the business tracker is the simplest way to start too. You know, warm list, hot list, under contract, closed. And 
even within coaching, Garrett, there are a number of people who struggle like making sure those things are actually up to date so we can see what's happening. Well, it's just one more tracking system, Matt. It's just one more thing I've got to track. I've got to pay attention to. Yeah, you do. It's like counting your calories. It is like that. How in the world did I get this fat? Well, here, let's look at your calorie counter. I don't know what happened. It's like, well, you did know what you were ordering at the restaurant, right? Alfredo is delicious and all, but when you eat it every night. And it's like, what's worse? Having the stress and anxiety of not knowing what's going on or spending a little extra time to know where you're at and understand so that you can plan and be predictive with your actions. I mean, part of this goes into also a lot of these people, they might be doing well now, Garrett, but I've also seen people say like by the the next quarter or six months later, if they haven't been paying attention to that, it's like, oh, but I did forget to save for taxes. There's these little things that all of a sudden come out that create a lot of stress. And it's like, hmm, well, if we were paying attention to where our business was going all of the time, then we would be better aware and we'd be able to control the emotions associated with that. This goes back to that slow down so you can go fast. Take that little time every week, every month. If you did it just even every month, you all know who I'm talking to out there. I know a lot of people in my years of working in real estate, the years of me personally being a real estate agent, I've done this too. I'm, a lot of what we talk about is mistakes that we've all learned from personally, where I've made a business plan. And the first time I look at it is when I'm writing my next business plan. A year later, I'm like, well, let's see that business plan. Let's dust that thing off and take a look and see how we did. And it's like, you didn't even look at it. You never pulled this darn thing out. You know, Matt, when we're coaching people, one of the goals is to say, okay, one is they have their, their weekly meeting with themselves. And the weekly meeting is analyzing the week. Where, you know, where are we at this week? Are we doing things that are projecting our business forward? And are we looking back at last week and saying, okay, did we do what we said we were supposed to do? Part of the weekly meeting is to look at your business plan. And I find a lot of people, even once we coach, don't fully check the box. They don't really fully pull the business plan out and go, okay, where am I on this journey that I'm on right now? The business tracker, as you said, is brilliant to be able to sit back and say, okay, I know how much money I want to make. I've worked out how many transactions it takes for me to get there. And here we sit in June and we're looking at this and saying, okay, where do we stand right now? Am I on track? Am I off track? Do I need to pick up the pace a little bit? Am I ahead? And just imagine the amount of stress you would take out of your life knowing where you stand. Not knowing whether you're ahead or you're behind, just knowing where you're at. Most of us, Matt, it's like we've dropped them into the middle of the United States and we're like, you know, get yourself as fast as you can to, and I say middle, we dropped them anywhere in the United States and we've said, get yourself as fast as you can to San Francisco. It's like, but I don't know where I am. Yeah, good luck. Figure it out. The amount of stress of just not knowing where you are and what it's going to take to get there is tremendous, especially if the stakes are high. All of the people that I work with, you know who you are. And yes, I am calling you out. The number of agendas that I see that come in that is filled out great, except for that last section of what's my goal and where am I at, which is should be the easiest part to fill out. I look at that. I'm like, all you need is a spreadsheet. You just plug in some numbers here and there and it does it for you. It literally does the work for you. And a lot of you don't fill that out. And I hear this too. Well, I don't want to get stressed by the numbers. Okay, well, which stress is better? Which stress is actually going to drive you to, to action? And is taking action going to make you feel better and decrease stress? Probably. 
Well, it's funny. The stress of not knowing only protects you until you have to find out. Like that not knowing is like, I'm okay. I'm okay. Let's go back to health, Matt. Well, I don't want to track my calories. I don't want to know how many calories I'm having. Well, yeah, you don't want to count those calories until all of a sudden you have a health issue where your doctor goes, okay, can you tell me what your diet currently is? And you actually have to say it out loud. You know, it's like, well, you know, I can see where your problem lies in here. Well, now it's super scary. Now it's life and death scary. Yeah, or I don't want to go to the doctor because I don't want to know if anything's wrong. But if you catch things early, if there is something wrong, you're not going to the doctor to find problems. And I think that's part of the mindset, right? Is you're not going into your data to find problems. You're going into your data to find successes. And same thing if you go into the doctor. Hopefully you're going to the doctor to find out that you're in great health. That should be every doctor. Go to the dentist. Oh man, I hope I don't have a cavity. Well, if you're doing the things and you go to the dentist regularly, you won't have cavities. Amazing. Well, and I'm going to start doing this. I haven't started yet. I'm going to start doing a blood panel often, like every six months to a year, just checking in. And it's not because there's anything wrong. It's that I know the level of health I want to have. I know where I want to go. And I actually want to see when changes start to happen. I want to get a baseline so that I can say, okay, this is what I look like when I'm healthy. And as we move along here, if anything starts to spike or do anything weird, I can sit back and be like, okay, what's causing that? And is it a change that I made? Is it a change in my body? Like what's going on? Because the end all goal is me being 90 years old and still like, you know, walking on the beach with my grandkids. That's the end all goal. And I can either show up there and go like, oh, like we severely messed up, like that's not going to happen. Or I can pick it apart as I'm going through this life. This is how we need to be looking at our businesses. And we have an opportunity to do it. And, and I'll use an example. So I track, in terms of my business of coaching, I track all of my calls, you know, rates, how many hours, what that looks like in terms of gross income and net income each month, month over month. So I can see like, okay, here's how much money I'm making. Here's my goal. So that I can plan ahead of, well, what does my next few weeks look like in terms of attraction? Also, now that I have years of data, I can go back and look at, oh yeah, this is a trend that happens around this time of year. A lot of people start to think about changes in their world. And then I see that reflected in you know, how people come in and out of coaching. Having that data for me is incredibly valuable because it keeps me sane. It knows when I'm like, okay, you know, maybe we'll wait another month for that big purchase. Or here's where I'm going to start leaning into this system a little more or leaning into that system a little more. As an agent, now I know you need to find a tool. So in the initial part, if you don't have this built out for yourself, it can seem overwhelming. The great thing is, is there's so many things available for you. You probably already have them. You probably already have a CRM. You definitely have a business tracker. If you've been to an installation, you have that spreadsheet. If you don't have that, comment in our podcast group and we'll get that to you because it's in there somewhere floating around in there. That's one of the easiest ways to say, where's my business at? Where's my goal? And it literally can take you two minutes a day inside that spreadsheet to have clarity of your business. Well, and Matt, I'm totally fine sharing the weekly agenda too that we have people fill out who are in coaching. Like just having a pattern and something you can do to track yourself. A lot of people think our or weekly agenda is something that's like, oh, like that is there because the coach needs to see what you're doing. 
And it's not that it's not that at all. It's actually for exactly what we're talking about right now. So you can be a professional in your business. You can know where you stand. You can at any given point, like I should be able to go in anybody's business and say, okay, where are you right now? Now, I know we've talked about income goals, Matt, but it doesn't have to be an income goal. Maybe your goal is to take 11 weeks of vacation this year. Great. It's June. How many have you taken? How many have you taken? Are you planning on taking the last, you know, what, over two months off, two and a half months off? Like, what, what is the plan to make sure you're going to get 11 weeks of vacation in here? Let's start planning that out now. Oh, maybe it's make a 11 weeks of vacation and make $300,000 this year. Great. Where are we looking in all these pieces that are going to make you have success with that at the end of the year? The checking in right now of where am I? Where do I stand right now is the really important piece in this journey. Like, Matt, I've shared with you that I'm going to be doing a 35-hour drive here coming up in August. And we're going to be making a trip from Redding, California, all the way to Galveston, Texas. Are you going to drive to Hawaii too? I thought about that. Uh, We're going to fly. On this travel, we're going to go up and we're going to go through Salt Lake City. We're going to circle back down. We're going to go through a little corner of Colorado. It's going to be an epic trip. At the same time, this trip literally is planned out to the minute to make it work. And this goes back to knowing where you're at. I can stress out along the entire trip, wondering if I'm going to make it to Galveston on time, if we're going to get to Galveston on time. We got meetings, we got things we need to be at there for. Like, I can stress out the whole way going, am I on track or am I off track to get there? Or I can map out exactly where I need to be at certain times and certain days and say, okay, look, are we on track? Are we off track? Do we need to drive a little bit later today? Do we have a little bit more time to goof around because we've got some extra time and we can sightsee a little bit and stop and see the biggest frying pan? Whatever it might be along that trip, we can then make smart adjustments and smart decisions along the way instead of just being, we got to go, just drive head down, just keep on driving, keep on driving, keep on driving, keep on driving. And you get there a day early to Galveston going, man, that was the most stressful 35 hours I ever got. But we're here. We watch this happen every year, Matt, every year. Every year uh, at all times of the year too. I mean, now it seems to be a particular common time. I mean, how many of you haven't completed your taxes yet? You know, because that wasn't part of the plan, part of the schedule, part of knowing where the business was at. These are things that are going to change change your world for the better because that stress and anxiety too, Garrett, radiates out. Even if you don't notice it, even if you're just kind of internally stressed a little bit, every closing then becomes a, a crazy priority. We get attached to the outcome of everything and we shouldn't be attached to the outcome of anything. That's a core ninja principle, detached from the outcome. If you don't know where you're at, you start to hold on a lot. Now, I get the other side of that is, well, if I know that I'm at zero for the year, I'm definitely going to be attached to those outcomes. But it also will give you the clarity to say, well, here's what I need to do proactively to make sure there is an abundance of closings coming my way versus I just need this one. And then I just need this one. If you're just going from one to the next, you're going to be stressed, whether you're ahead or behind. This goes back to Tammy Spaulding mentioning one time, like, I know my systems that will produce me my next 50 transactions. I know those systems. So it's like, okay, are we planning those? If we're going from transaction to transaction to transaction, we're freaking out. It allows you to step back and be like, well, what am I doing to create new transactions? Like, am I just waiting for them to fall out of the sky? Am I waiting for the next open house opportunity? Am I waiting for that next person to walk in the office? Am I waiting for that really good lead to come in? 
And again, nothing gone wrong with buying leads, but like, you know, am I waiting for that one to show up or am I proactively getting out there and doing something that I know for a fact is going to cause a nice flow of business to come in? Have I sent any mailings out? Do I have anything going out that even tells people, reminds people what my value is when it comes to services that they might need? You can go back and start to analyze it. You just said something that made me think of something else too. Oh, do I have this going out and everything? What I find is most often people who aren't tracking the numbers of their business also aren't being proactive in other areas of their business. So it starts to bleed through. And having systems, having processes makes everything easier. If you're not tracking the results of your business, you may not be setting up your autoflow appropriately. You may not be organizing your warm list appropriately. And if you are conscious and aware of the results, you're going to be more aware of what's leading to those results, which is the most important metric that you want to be aware of. And so it's all too common that those things start to just stretch into your business. And so if you're one of those people that tracks all this stuff, great. You probably already tuned out by now. But (laughs) this is so boring. (laughs) Kind of a symptom of this uh, industry, so to speak, current state. You know, we've had that what if episode, right? And I think we've we've developed this mindset and energy within the industry. It's like, well, it just, the agent's got to take care of this, got to take care of this. And it is a lot for you as an individual to manage. But if you set up the systems, it becomes a lot easier to manage. Also, this is emphasized a little bit, Matt. You said the kind of the state of our industry or where we're kind of at right now. I don't know if I've said this on a podcast, but the habits that have come out of us being in lockdown for an extended period of time or having the ability of us going out and just living kind of a normal life coming out of that two-year time period, 2020, 2021, bleeding a little bit over into 2022, but very little. There were some really bad habits created by people. Everybody knows that you don't have to go very far to be like, oh, everybody's alcohol consumption went up during those times. Those were bad habits that started during there and carried over for people. Eating habits, having certain food brought in. It was very easy to order fast food during that time. It was very easy to just go, I'm just going to place an order through DoorDash and boom, all of a sudden, I've got restaurant-style food showing up at my house. There were people that took advantage of the, like, I'm going to look at like these people that will go to the grocery stores and buy all my food, and you know it all shows up organically or whatnot going down that route. Some people did that. A lot of people took the simple way. I'm at fault for that, too. There was many nights where, like, let's just get food from the local brewery down here and you know have that brought up to the house. And we got into a habit of doing that kind of stuff, which is still carried over in my household. My kids still... DoorDash, which they did not do before COVID. <laughs> that did not happen. And I'm like, where did the food come from? Well, you see all those news articles now of like the kid that accidentally ordered 300 burgers or something like that. It's like all these things are happening. Now. SpongeBob popsicles, that was my favorite one. The kid that ordered a ton of those. My daughter ordered a latte, one latte from Starbucks and had a DoorDash the house. That had to be cold by the time it got there. That's just, come on. It was expensive. You put the delivery fee on top of it. I'm like, and this was just like a month ago. I'm like, wait. A $15 coffee. What are we doing? Like, come on. Like, we do have coffee at home. Exactly. These are these bad habits that like have been created. And when I say these bad habits, like you look at like your daily work routines. You know, I had people refer to it as Groundhog's Day going through. It's like every day is the same. You go to bed, you wake up, you're stuck in your house. We show up and we do these certain things. I can talk on the phone. I can answer emails. We work way later than what we were used to be working because what are we going to do? We can't go for hikes. We can't go for bike rides. We can't go to the lake. We can't go do the things we typically love. Well, 
I'll sit here and take care of some work. This stuff has bled out into where we're at right now. I'm watching people that don't have good structure of hours they're working. They've given up a lot of their tracking stuff because it's just like, yep, just day to day, just doing the same thing over and over and over again. This is what we're doing. Just do it the best we can. We just need to take a step back. We need to start looking at our numbers. We need to start analyzing our businesses again. And it will reduce a ton of stress. You don't realize how much stress is caused by just not knowing and kind of like pushing it down. And it is good to know because then you can take changes and you can reduce some of the long-term impacts. Yeah, absolutely. That was a long rant. Sorry. No, I, I think that's good. I think that that says it all. I mean, this isn't complicated. There's not a lot of wisdom here to shed on like how to do it. It can be very simple. Just know where you're at. It's going to reduce stress. And you brought up time there as well. And so one thing I will say that you can do, and I've been doing this with a few of my clients now, is if you're wondering where your time goes and you're like, oh, tracking time is so hard, start with the things that already track time for you, like your phone. Go into your screen time and it'll tell you where all your time goes in your phone you might be shocked. That's a wake-up call. (laughs) And that's okay. And I don't want you to look at the total time as much as when those things happen. And I'm mostly talking about your text messages because a lot of you are going to be like, whoa, three hours a day in my messages app. Yeah, that's possible. But now is it blocks of time where you're dedicating space for communication or is it happening all the time throughout the day? Meaning that those are interruptions that you're putting in your day, which is adding more time because you're transitioning here and there, which is then taking time away from when you could be tracking some of this stuff. Well, and the stats that I've read on it, Matt, is that if you're fully involved, your mind is focused on a task at hand and a distraction like a text message comes in, it's not just the distraction of the text message. It takes up to 10 minutes to get back to the level of focus that you had before you were interrupted. Yeah. And so there's a lot of time that all of a sudden starts to snowball in this world of like, okay, how focused are we being? How productive are we typically being with any given day that we have at our hands? So I think, Matt, again, just to kind of summarize this for everybody, because again, it's not any big groundbreaking type stuff here, but it is something we watch every year. It is something I'm watching right now. And it's interesting, the level of anxiety that I've been watching for people that they're like, worry, 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 worry. And then they all of a sudden go back and check. And really this year, they're finding out that they're actually doing better. And all of a sudden you watch their stress levels come down, but they, again, they correlate being busy to being successful. And that's the other thing I want people to take away from this is that being busy does not mean you're being successful. I know a lot of rookie buyer agents out there right now that have just had their butt handed to them this last year because they don't have the skills to be able to write a really good offer. They don't have you know, the systems in place like what we teach a lot of to help them be successful in writing those offers. And they're writing offer after offer after offer, and they're not getting any success. They're not having a paycheck at the end of the day. And that's stressful. And they're working really hard. <laughs> they're putting in a lot of hours. So no correlation. No correlation. Really important for people to understand. Well, that's the whole the goal of Ninja Selling is to increase your income per hour so you can have a life. So if you're running Ninja and you find yourself working less, that's a good thing. That means the system is working. You work the system, the system will work for you. Wouldn't you rather right now know, find out that you're ahead and be more comfortable taking time off to do the things that we love? Because that's something people have gotten away from. Yeah. Rather than just 
having that downtime and being freaked out when really you're ahead? Absolutely. So think about this. We'll get some resources into the Facebook group for everyone, the business tracker and the weekly agenda. And you can use those to your advantage if you don't have another system. Talk to your broker. Talk to your manager. See what systems they have available for you as well to help track this stuff very easily. That's what you're looking for is something simple. Makes life easier. I would also add on to that an expense tracker so you know how much you're spending. It's another area I see a lot of people just like, oh, I know how much I'm making. I have no idea what I'm spending. Okay, get a business credit card and just do everything on that. There's a lot more things to add on to it, but I think it's clear. So hopefully you all got some great value out of that. If you are looking for that stuff and you're not part of our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash the Ninja Selling Podcast is where you will find that amazing 8,000 plus person community. Next stop, Garrett, is 10K. We're going to definitely roll into the five figures here in terms of size of community. Next week. Next week. Let's do it. So I want to say too, appreciate everybody. You guys have been sharing a little bit more feedback recently to Garrett and I personally about the podcast. We appreciate that. If you happen to be listening on a platform that allows you to drop some reviews, we'd love it if you shared feedback there as well. You know, the more people that find this podcast, only good stuff. Yeah, only the good things. You know, the more people that find this podcast, the more lives we can change. And we appreciate all of you being a part of that. So share it, drop us a review if you don't mind spending that time. We appreciate it and appreciate you guys listening in and hearing us chat twice a week. Keep at it. Any complaints, just send those directly to Matt. Any positive feedback, go ahead and write a review. We greatly appreciate it. My email is Garrett at... (laughs) (laughs) All right, Matt. I appreciate you, Matt. Thanks so much. I thoroughly enjoyed today. And everybody out there, we appreciate all of you. Thanks so much for tuning in as always. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.